New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Minister Welcome to Minister's Talking Sh a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Minister's Talking Sh shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Rev. Robert here behind the banner. Rev. Z over here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. Welcome to a Friday morning. <clears throat> Glad you're with us. Want to say a quick shout out to Linda. Where'd you go, Linda? There you are. Good Friday morning to you. Every Friday morning's a good Friday around here. We're not religious about those things. No Friday better than another. <laughs> Folks, if you're new to the program, Friday mornings, Rev Z and I get together and we talk about whatever we want to talk about this morning. Well, um, I don't look at it as sad news, but there's definitely uh, the news that we, we want to cover and uh, and just want to kind of give a little shout out in loving memory. So um, first off, let's do that. Today's loving memory is for Ivana Trump, age 73. She died in her home uh, under... Uh, official cause of death has not been released. Z, you uh, you lived in New York during that time. Did you ever bump into the woman? No, no, never bumped into her. Um, was there when they did the Trump Tower thing, and um, you know she was a she played a major part in that, uh, and you know she came from the old Yugoslavia. Um, so, you know, and, and I didn't remember, I even didn't know that she used to be a skate, a skier, mm -hmm. uh, before she became a model, um, you know, and having lived out in Colorado now for 20 years, I mean, it, it skiing ain't no joke. I mean, people look at it and it, you know, <laughs> you gotta have your act together to be a good skier. <laughs> and fairly clear from what I understand. So, um, yeah, it, it, uh, it it's you know, it's it, for me. It's it's sad when when we have good people, you know, leave yeah. early. Yes, um, and uh, and in the same time frame, we'll say that uh, <clears throat> I just lost his first name, but the uh, the creator of Malwolf. Uh, his uh, last name is King. 
was uh, one of the co-founders, Matt, Matt King, uh, one of the co-founders of Meow Wolf, was, uh, also died and made his transition at the age of 37 at home uh, over the last few days. So for any of us, when someone goes, and we've all experienced death at, at some point, I trust, in, in some way, until we don't get around it, um, we say our memories and we celebrate the life they did share and release them. Yeah. And it, I don't believe it's healthy to hold on to all that stuff. So, all right. Hey, um, the other story, one of the other stories we want to talk about today is kind of a strange one. Uh, if you are not aware of the Georgia Guidestones, number one, we'd like to introduce you to the idea a little bit and then talk a little bit about it. Um, Z, why don't you share what it's all about, and I'll share the, the 10 tenants when we get there. Sure, sure. Well, uh, <clears throat> about 90 miles, I think it's east of Atlanta, uh, headed towards Athens, Georgia, there were these granite stones called the God Stones uh, that had, uh, I forget the number of tenants, uh, maybe 10. Yep. Yeah. Ten tenets of 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 uh, you know how how humanity should live to be successful and in harmony and so forth and so on. Um, excuse me, and I read through them, and you know, I for the most part, I'm in. I except for one or two of them, I'm saying, yeah, I could put a check by that. But <laughs> uh, unfortunately, in the middle of the night a few days ago, someone came out and bombed them and destroyed them and it was granite right so this is some real rock here um and they they destroyed they had to destroy it and so now it's gone and and if nothing else it was a it was a great conversation starter nothing else it was it was a way for people to come together or you know however and begin to talk about a few of the tenants. So it's it's sad that we've gotten to the point that if someone does something or says something or represents something that you don't like, you take liberty, you think it's your liberty to destroy it. Yeah. And that's sad. Yep. So folks, yeah, some of these might be a little <laughs> controversial. Some of these might be almost impossible. Uh, we want to share those, the 10 tenants with you, the 10 mandates. Um, <clears throat> number one is maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. So the artist in this case, the person who had this whole thing put together, by the way, is anonymous. Um, they used fake, they used a pseudonym. The person who contracted the whole thing admitted later it was a pseudonym, never did give their real name, never really sure where the money came from. And we're talking 40 foot slabs of granite here. These were not, this was not a small little monument. Um, luckily, I found out you can still buy replicas of the monument at the quarry where they quarried and um, the granite. So, <clears throat> so maintaining humanity under 500 million, we're at 7.7 .7 billion right now. I don't think that's going to happen. And I don't think we could go to that number. That would be pretty, that'd be a bloody Sunday. So, 
Uh, we're not doing that one. However, guide reproduction wisely, improve fitness and diversity is the second guide. And um, that, um, I think we're both in alignment there. Number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all these things with tempered reason. Number five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. You could say that we have that now. Uh, number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in, disputes in a world court. We sort of have that when, when we don't actually do it. And sometimes we invade other countries and try to rule for them. Uh, avoid petty laws and useless officials is number seven. I think we would all agree on that. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And number 10, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. So it's pretty obvious our creator, whoever wrote these, uh, the creator of these guides, uh, definitely valued nature and saw, and respected nature as uh, equal to humanity. That humanity and nature should live in balance and harmony. And in the sense of, of equity, we don't always do that either. But um, the, the one at the bottom, be not a cancer, that one really struck me because it feels like whoever bombed this monument, whoever bombed this idea, whoever, because it's as much about the idea as it is the monument, right? whoever decided this was worthy of destruction, well, that's being a cancer on the planet in my mind. And whoever this was set it forth to do nothing other than destroy. And if there's anything we teach, it's we teach to try to be more life, to bring more good, to bring more of what we're doing into the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, well, and you know, I I it, something just hit me, you know, <clears throat> when we're talking about the world. Uh, I'm sure most of our our, our our audience have seen or heard about the uh and the James Webb telescope that just started just started sending um sending pictures back, you know. Uh yeah. And, and of course, I, you know, I feel good that part, I think there's part of that. There's a, part, a team that worked on that was from Colorado. Not that I had anything personally to do with it. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you can look at these pictures, some of them, and you think about, just think about it. I mean, it's like, wow, these things are seeing images back to like 13 billion years ago from what i heard right um and you look at and and, and i'm saying that in light of these 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 uh guides when we can come up with something to preserve or try to preserve the beauty and the in the mystery and all of life it's a good thing now you know that that is because life is moving and and, and we need to we need to be flexible and move with it but we have to come up with some better ways, I would say, or some more inspired ways, if nothing else, to 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 lead life here on planet Earth. Because we don't know what's out there. I mean, if we're looking back 13 billion years, chances are there's something else out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they not look like us, communicate like us, or whatever. But there's some other sentient beings uh, 
that has some uh, intelligence other than us on this on this in this universe. I would I would suggest. I <clears throat> I would have to think that uh, yeah, humanity is not uh, that enduring uh, to thirteen million years, uh, and we're not that special. Yeah, uh, when it comes right down to it. So uh, now. We ask that we often in situations like this, right? We do often ask the question, what could be the motivation here? Unfortunately, we don't have to look far to find motivation in this one because it would appear the bomber was directly inspired by a, a political rhetoric that's cropped up over the last couple of years that this monument was actually satanic in base in origin. And I find that interesting because the the gentleman who did all the contracting, as we mentioned earlier, used a pseudonym. His pseudonym, the last name for his in his pseudonym was Christian, and he later admitted that yes, he was a practicing Christian, and that is why he used the name as his pseudonym uh, in getting this all going. So there's, and that kind of brings us to that deeper cause there is a much, much deeper sense of separation happening in America right now than I think ever before. Yeah. And was, you know, we had a civil war. <laughs> we were pretty darn separated in our beliefs over a lot of things. And, uh, and I trust, and I believe the good shall win out. The truth shall prevail. Now, I mentioned the Civil War specifically because if it wasn't for that, I don't know that you and I'd be sitting here side by side, see, number one. And number two, here we still are, still fighting for the rights and the recognition of the rights for people of color in this country. And the destruction of this monument, to me, feels a lot more than just taking out a granite slab with some words you don't agree with. Or somebody, or somebody bullied you into doing, or brainwashed you into doing this, this, this deed. This feels like it's a sense. Like, have we? Is can this be the final? All right, excuse the pun. Can be? The, can this be the last stone in the row? Can this be the thing that makes people stand up and say, "Okay, enough of this." There is nothing here that should be offensive. There is nothing here satanic. No. And it's one person's opinion. Nobody's enacting any laws around those guys. This is one person's opinion who's made an observation of the state of affairs and has said, here are 10 things I think if we could enact these, we could be we could be more in harmony with nature and each other and have uh you know a foundation to have a good life, if you will. And some people might say any system that we're dealing with, whether it's political, religious, ideological, psychological, whatever, were created the same way, right? But some of those have been able to get the credence of of a nation or a globe, and some have been poo-pooed as not so inspiring. And so, you know, if we just look at the different religions, there's a core theme that goes through 
but each one of them has slightly variated ways of connecting with the higher intelligence, the way of living, the way to be a community, so forth and so on. Um, and if we look at history, unfortunately, you know, it, a lot of people have perished because somebody didn't agree with what somebody else said. And, and we don't want to go down that track. But we do, <laughs> do want to highlight that, you know, we here or New Thought, we do believe in a higher power. We do believe in a, in a divine being that has uh, has has a, has endowed that wisdom and understanding that created universes that we could send a telescope to and get 13 billion years ago worth of light. The key is what we understand and believe, and we know just by looking around that diversity is prime. It's not an option. It's not a. It's not a, a, a concept. It's none of that. It is prime. When you look at any environment, desert, rainforest, cloud forest, ocean, doesn't matter. It is the diversity that makes it so and that keeps it healthy. And when you start plucking things out of that diverse environment, you begin to destroy it. Let's just be clear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that last guy, be not a cancer on the earth, be yeah. not a cancer. And are we bringing more good into the world by what we do than we're taken out of the world by what we, by what's necessary, by what we receive it? <clears throat> there is a point where I, I love that you bring back our, one of our mantras, right? Diversity is prime. It's unfortunate that we're not there yet where everybody accepts that and embraces that and so that's part of our mission is to help people see that it's safe to embrace the diversity it's in it's safe to to recognize the oneness in another even if they don't have the same exact beliefs we do even if they're not exactly on the same quote team we are but to recognize the um the oneness of it all so we can get about being something other than this warring, separated, tribal thing. <laughs> um, and, you know, here is part of it. Thank you, Linda. Yeah. Um, a significant number of evangelical Christians strongly oppose anything that is not Bible based. Um, and, you know, and yes, they feel mandated to be soldiers, to be warriors for their cause. And that is in many ways part of the belief system that must be transformed and must be uh released and right. let go of right and you know you know as you were saying that i'm just thinking you know when we look at the ebb and flow of life we have four seasons every year now they we we we, we have begin or there has begun to be a flux in that because of other outside conditions <laughs> climate and so forth However, there is an ebb and flow in everything in life, right? And so, so, but if we get that diversity of winter, spring, summer, and fall, if we get that thing pretty mixed up, uh, like partly we're seeing now with these temperatures, I mean, we look at the temperatures this week, they were saying, uh, I forget the number, but almost half of the country mm. Uh, if not a little bit more, will be 90 degrees or better. 
you know, we, we, we have to begin to really understand nature, i.e. the planet and the environment that we live in. And, and I may have said this before, it's definitely worth saying again, there's a program that Will Smith hosts where there's been 10 astronauts who spent over a thousand years in space called One Strange Rock, R-O-C-K, um, that kind of chronicles some of the diversity and interrelatedness of the planet. And there's a great scene in there about the Amazon that talks about how the big trees get the sun and the plants on the ground don't get that much, but there's a whole sort of relationship between the trees and the mushrooms that during the seasons, they transfer energy to each other. And if one of them goes away, we got a problem. That tree's going to, because when it's, they're not going to be able to survive. Right. Perfect diversity and interrelatedness at its core. Right. So the diversity is necessary. The only hiccup is us embracing that, is us getting our humanness in the way and saying, oh, no, no, I know better. I know, but we know better here. We know better. Yeah, nature set this all, of course, but we know how it's it's that that type of hubris that, that gets in the way of truly humanity experience, experiencing a world that works for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. We say we're about that. Um, and so we don't, you know, Friday mornings, we don't get to sit here and, and just tell you about what's going on. What we're telling you is we're telling you what we're doing our prayer work around. What we're doing is telling you what we're doing our spiritual practices around because that's what's going to be necessary for all of us. Mm -hmm. Whether there's a, whether your, your circle is 10 or 10,000, by you being the truth, by you taking a stand for diversity, by you taking a position of authority and saying, hey, I believe in this is what I believe and these are the things I believe in. And demonstrating that in a way people see the change in your life, you become, you you fulfill the necessary destiny you're here to fulfill, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's a cornerstone. You know, you, you talk about, you see when people build uh, new buildings, they may have a Masonic organization come out and lay the cornerstone. Uh, that they've done the proper measurements and everything to get the building set up. Well, quiet as kept, and it shouldn't be quiet. Nature is the cornerstone of everything on this planet, right? Yeah. And, and if we mess with that cornerstone, the building is going to start to get a little shaky. And right now it appears that everybody's messing with that cornerstone because when you look around the planet, there is perils in all areas of life, and we're not talking doom and gloom here. We're just pointing out the fact because if I don't, if I don't know I got a problem, there's no way for me successfully or or, or, or consciously to address the problem. But when right. we look at all of the human relations problems and the healthcare problems and the, and the climate problems and the education problem, I mean, I could be here for the rest of the show telling you about all the systems and things man-made and otherwise that are in peril which are just signs and symbols that says wake up yeah this is one this is one planet when this one planet has a trouble or a problem everything on it has a problem and mm -hmm. we have to begin to look at every aspect of life 
human relations and everything else. Yeah. I I love that we started by talking about the Georgia Guidestones. Now we're talking about the cornerstone of all creation. And mm-hmm. and and because part of it feels like blowing up the cornerstones is the same as carving your initials in the cornerstone. Yeah. It, it's a it's an attempt to say, I was here and I know better. Yeah. But over time enough people and i watch this happen so we're gonna i'm gonna draw a, a, another nature analogy i watch this happen in the mountains with the aspen trees and people carve their initials in them and at first it doesn't look like anything but after a few years that wound becomes visible and after a lot of years if the tree survives that wound becomes a a a, a, a monument if you will to some long lost love between gs and rb or something and but it kills the tree and everybody goes by that tree and enough initials get carved into that tree that tree isn't going to live to be a monument to anybody mm-hmm. every time we take that that little that every time we take a knife and carve our initials into something that is breaking down the structure yeah and when we break down the structure then we're also luckily we're not breaking down the principle right so the principle the creative principle is still alive the create our our ability to create newly is still alive within us and is still here that's part of what we do is we try to spark that creativity spark that sense of wonder spark that recognition that no matter what might it look like no matter what might be going on in the world we can create again and we can reimagine if re-envision a world that we want to live in yeah i mean we we have we and and you know then i don't like to say have to is a whole lot but i'm gonna say it this morning we have to figure out a way to do three things we have to figure out a better way to live in harmony with nature without sitting things on the scale too far to one side or the other. Have to, we have to find a way to live in harmony with the earth. Number two, we have to figure out a way to move beyond some bad ideologies and philosophies about race, religion, creed, all of that, uh, so that we can begin to see how we support the planet or the house or the home we live in, i.e. the earth, and how we make it healthy. And number three, we have to figure out a way to how we help everyone become self-actualized for the betterment of the planet and mankind. If we could do that, if we could figure out how to do that, I think all the rest of that stuff will melt away. Figure, Figure out how to make the planet healthy, figure out how to uh, uh, honor and respect and make the relationships healthy and how to self-actualize because we know everyone comes with gifts, no matter what they look like, what they had. Now we're going to make something happen. Who would have thought you could send a, a telescope to look 13 billion light years away? Right. Billion, not million, billion. Yes. Double the number of people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and... <clears throat> I have been looking at those pictures and we thought we knew the universe. We thought 
we knew what the universe was when the pictures of Hubble came back. And, and over time, even those have been refined and we thought we knew what the universe looks like. But what we're being shown is, yeah, we had a pretty good idea, <laughs> but the universe used to look what like what life looks like when I take off my glasses. I know you're there, but I don't really know where you are there, but I know you're there. I don't know what you look like, but I know, you know, well, oh, now, now I can see it more. And that's what, our, that's what we're calling everyone to here is we just start taking off the blinders. We start putting the glasses on, we start cleaning our glasses, clean the, start to see that there's so much more than just what is me and mine. Yeah. Yeah. There is the one, there is ours, there is us. And it's a hard concept. We get it because we are <laughs> raised in a system of, of me, 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 I, 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 I. Uh, and, you know, that's part of the growth, right? I have to, I have to deal with and understand me and I before I can become a part of we and us, right? Because if I come in unhealthy, uh, then that's a problem. But the challenge now is the, the the me and I phase of the development is 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 taught that that is prime, that right. that you know. And so then we become selfish and we become separate and we become all these things that values only me and not you. And there begins the problem of the breakdown of the diversity and the interrelationship and the interoperability and all of that stuff that says we are one together conglomerate of pieces that makes a beautiful life. Yeah. It's, it's the story of the, of the wood stove and the pile and the man with the wood. And the man looks at the wood stove and says, give me heat. And the wood stove looks back and, sa and says to the man, give me wood. <laughs> we cannot just demand that the world come to our side. We cannot just stand there and say, hey, I am the we have the greatest thing in the world and you got to come believe like we do and you got to come look at the world like I do. We have to be willing to give. We have to be willing to share. We have to be willing to uh, demonstrate and be this, this philosophy, be these principles in order to expect anyone to consider, oh, wow, there might be another way. Yep. Just telling people they're wrong and they got to come do what we do is not, never has worked. Yeah. Cause I, and I'm telling you, I'm glad the only thing in terms of food that we eat is just not uh, corn. Uh, you know, I'm glad I can get some potatoes and some green beans and some tomatoes and, you know, because if we only had one thing to eat, there was no diversity. We only had one type of flower, one type of bird, one type of insect, on and on and on. Uh, this planet that we look at every day as beautiful and colorful and engaging would be something totally, totally different, believe me. Yes. <laughs> I just had this flash. Of, that's why we have cauliflower and broccoli. Because <laughs> I, like, I like my broccoli. I not big fan of cauliflower, <laughs> uh, but I like the broccoli. So 
the we're back on on our old trope folks, right? Diversity <laughs> is necessary. You bring a unique set of gifts and skills and talents to this thing called life. We want to celebrate that, and uh, and we want to say thank you for everyone here that is helping us to celebrate that. That is helping mm -hmm. us to get this word out into the world. It is helping us to take this network uh, into all kinds of places. And as you'll be hearing in the future, uh, starting to get our hands dirty a bit more and getting out into the world a bit more again and doing some of those things as well. So, but before then, let's say thank you to our sponsors real quick. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with final thoughts. On behalf of everyone at New Thought Media Network, thank you for being a member of our virtual family. Your financial contributions help share the New Thought message with people from around the world. Please visit and contribute at www.ntmedia.org forward slash donate. New Thought Media Network, come be you. And please like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace and blessings. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, dear ones, for part of being the New Thought Media Network family. Uh, I want to invite you back over to our website, ntmedia.org. We've made all kinds of updates and new stuff, and uh, we're sharing that with the world. So please check that out, ntmedia.org. <laughs> if you're so inclined, hit the donate button. Stay with us today. We've got a long lineup of great programming for you today. Coming up just in about not quite 15 minutes, Be Your Own Hero with Seku Writes. We've got prayer time at 8.15, the morning sip with Rev. Melissa at 8.30. At 10 o'clock Mountain Time, it is Practicing Infinite Possibilities with Lindsay Leinbach. Great new show. At uh, 1 o'clock, Just One You with Rev. Barbara out of Toronto. That's been running for a while. That's a great show as well. I'll be back at 5 with The Good News and Pastor Michael at 6 with the Fireside Chat. Evening prayers wrap up at 8.15. So we've got a great full day of programming for you. Thanks for being with us and staying with us. Z, before we get off into the into the weekend, final thoughts? Final thoughts is every one of us pass the word. Let's figure out how to be more loving, more caring, and embrace diversity in every aspect of our life. Mm. I can't say much more to that. What he said. Oh, wait, wait. What he said. <laughs> Go do that and, uh, and try to have some fun with it. And uh, it's not the 4th of July, so quit blowing up stuff, okay? Yes. Yes. We love you, folks. On behalf of the network, we'll see you again next Friday. Until then, peace and richest blessings.